He, he was attractive and he was funny sometimes, but really not nothing. Yeah, like exactly. He was funny sometimes. You don't want to say that about somebody that you're you're dating. What's up, guys? Hi. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Perfectly Incapable. My name is Adam. <laughs> I'm Lewis. I feel like my voice is like dropped again. I'm not even sick this time. I don't even know what day it is. I know. <laughs> Remember to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Perfectly Incapable Podcast. Uh, you can check out our website at perfectlyincapable.com. And wherever you guys are listening, please remember to follow, subscribe, rate, review. And follow us on Twitter at Perfect Podcast. <laughs> yes. That one. I was like, is there something else? Yeah. Every week there's something yeah, else. That, <laughs> it's never, actually, that it's time never. I was like, there's something missing. Did I not say one something? One day. One day, maybe, maybe you'll remember. Maybe it'll be for like my birthday episode. You'll remember. I'm going to remember it. And then you're going to get thrown off and you're just going to be like, wait, what? Mm. Now what do I, I like, say? Somebody, so, somebody, you know, what do I say? What do I do? This is, this is the one job I only had here. There's a lot I can do. Wow. wow. Alexa. Alexa, shut up. I didn't know you had an Alexa. Surprise. <laughs> I don't even, I didn't even know I said the word. I don't think you did. Word. I don't even know what you said. I don't think so either. And she's just babbling up a storm, madam. That's hilarious. My friend Holly had to turn hers off because she's been binge watching Shit's Creek. And every time, yeah. every time Alexis. someone says, Alexis. She's just looking for a friend. She I is. get it. We're all lonely too. I get you, girl. I'm sorry I had to unplug you, but. Well, she freaked out again, Holly, because she said something about stop listening. And Alexa was like, I'm always listening. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, ah, exactly. <laughs> no, <laughs> go away. I'm pretty sure they unplugged uh, both of them then and yeah. they've just never been well, that, that was like when we were little like the furbies would just come alive mm. and I'm like can you not in the middle I remember, of the fucking night yes i remember one of like mine would come alive and i remember putting it in a bag it was a cute little pikachu bag too it was so cute and i stuck him in there and i stuck him in like my parents closet oh my god that little, fu- that little fucker still came to life in the middle of the night of course it did and i was like no one is talking to you nor touching you why are you alive stop it so he had to lose his batteries. And luckily, he didn't speak because if gonna, he did speak, I would have been. I was gonna say it's still just moving, moving his little beak he around. He would have literally met met the hammer. He would have met the hammer and been like, "Bah!" God. Now I think about it, am I a Furby? <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> How was your week? Even though we just saw each other, you know, like three days ago. I know my my week has been good. I was telling Lewis earlier. I feel like I should be. I, sh- I should actually be well rested and have energy because I've not been doing anything, but I've not been doing anything. I haven't gone to the gym. I barely left my apartment. I left my apartment to get McDonald's. You guys can be proud of me. I did not order it this time. I actually got in my car and went to McDonald's. That's all I've done. I've just sat on my sofa. I keep waking up at like 5 30, 6, 6 a.m on my sofa. That's all I've done since I've been back from my parents' house to sit around watching comedy specials. I caught up on The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Such a good fucking show if you guys haven't watched it. I highly recommend that. It's on par with like Shit's Creek for me. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, it's it's just been uh <laughs> sitting around eating, binging Netflix. Uh went to grab some some dinner the other night with my friend Josh. We went to one of my favorite restaurants here that's officially closed now. They had their uh their last oh. night. It's a gay owned restaurant. We were we were discussing it. We're getting sad because a lot of the the gay businesses around here keep shutting down because they're they're tearing everything down and throwing up more towers and more condos and this is it's just going to be a city of condos and 
in the next year. So yeah, a week and nothing. It's a great week. Great week. What have you been up to? <laughs> well, since I, you know, the last time we talked was when I went to full on brunch in mild fetish gear. Um, <laughs> I've had a little more exciting week than Adam's battle with depression, apparently. <laughs> uh, Friday, I don't know. I was I had a hankering for alcohol. I Adam's just been rubbing off on me. I don't know what it is. I was just like, you know what I really want? I think that's a phrase alcohol. that you shouldn't be allowed to say to me or about <laughs> as me. I, as I, <laughs> don't, you don't know me. Just know rubbing me. off on people over here. You don't know my story. <laughs> so I went to, so I got a gift card for Binnie's. Do they have Binnie's in Atlanta? I'm not familiar, so no. So it's like a big like retail alcohol chain. Oh, here, okay. I guess. Yeah. So there, it's like a huge warehouse looking thing. There's alcohol everywhere. Nice. What so a dream. So for Christmas, one of our, right. So one of our parents gave us um, gift cards at work for Binnie's. And I was like, hell Yeah. So I went to Benny's awesome. and then <laughs> I know she's amazing. She's like, here's $25. She's like, what did the card say? It was like, here's for after work. And then she gives the Starbucks card to him. I was like, and here's for Aww. during work question mark. And I was like, mm, you never know what'll happen. Oh no. Never they know. mixed up. Oh no. What do I do? This is my nighttime coffee. <laughs> Straight whiskey. Oh no. I accidentally brought, I accidentally brought my baby. <laughs> my whole handle of fireball in my bag. Uh. <laughs> so I went there either forgot or didn't remember that this guy that will randomly text me, he wants to like literally have the intercourse every week and he has a girlfriend. Oh, Uh uh-huh. I was like, hold on, just wait. (laughs) It gets better. It gets better. So every time he asks me, I'm like, well, do you still have your girlfriend? And then he just doesn't answer because obviously, hello. So we ended up seeing each other as I'm trying to purchase alcohol. Ah, damn. I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? So I'm standing there and he says hi. And I'm like, hi. So I had a really uncomfortable, you know, whole exchange about alcohol. And then he ended up giving me a discount and then proceeds to like lick his lips as I leave. And I was like, oh no, we're not doing this. I'm going to go now. So then I like hurriedly rushed to my car before I got like taken. Guys are so creepy at you. <sighs> mm-hmm. Like at you. They just do things. This is actually the alcohol I bought. And that was Adam's first thing that he said to me. He's like, are you drinking? Yeah, he's holding up a like, beer right me. now. I was like, excuse me. <laughs> I was shocked. I've never seen you because it's it's what? 12. It's noon for you. And I've, I, I wow, only, calling me out here. Only ever hey, see you. are telling me I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> oh, oh, please. I had to. I <laughs> ran and put whiskey in my coffee as soon as I saw him drinking. He did. He was like, he's like, what do I have? I was like, oh, my God. I was just drinking regular coffee. Like I'm going to be, I'm not going to drink this morning. In fact that, well, it's not morning anymore. It's one yeah, 30. It's me. one, it's one 30 by you. Uh, so that was Friday night. And then <laughs> yesterday we decided to go to Moretti's shock, shock and surprise. And, um, we were having a really great time. It was fine. It was not crowded yet. Um, so I arrive ju- just dance is playing. So obviously they catered a theme song. They knew I was coming. They were like, okay, he's ready. Get him in there. So I sit down next to my friend, Mike, and we're talking, whatever. And then I, I hear somebody say something that reminded me of high school, uh, a two, two seats over. And I look over and there's the assistant principal and one of the head baseball coaches from my high school there. And I'm like, Mike, don't freak out. Don't turn around. And he's like, what? I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> of course. So, so sure enough, turn. it's two whole body turn. And so I'm just like, well, I, like, the thing was, like, I'm sitting there being like, hoop-de-hoo, I'm gay, like, being, being my normal self. And then they are talking to these guys that apparently graduated a couple years after us. And I was like, oh, no. Because all of a sudden I hear, once a Don, always a Don. And I was like, I want to kill myself right here. 
I want to die right here. This is where, this is it. This is where I die. So nobody says anything to each other. And then those two had the audacity, the audacity. They went around the bar to exit so they didn't have to walk past us. And I was like, are you really that pressed? I'm like, I know you know who I am. Like, don't even go there. So they leave. (laughs) Then this girl walks in. She has two balloons. It's a two and a five. I don't know if she's 52 or 25. Still can't tell. Don't really care. Don't really care much. But there were also, there was this other group there that was dancing and they were on something. I don't know what kind of drugs they were on, but I was like, holy shit. They were like leapfrogging around and like dancing on the floor really bad. And I was like, what is happening? So girl with balloons, they're tied around her waist and she gets, she gets in the middle of the dance floor doing her whole thing. And allegedly the guy popped her balloon. And like, I, I'm like, okay, that could happen. I mean, balloons yeah. are shitty. Like, it's take fine. giant dance balloons, dance, dance balloons, balloons on a dance floor. Oh, they're going to pop. I want a dance balloon. I want a dance balloon. Yeah. <laughs> I want a dance balloon. So homegirl loses her two. So two cops <laughs> and she gets mad. So then she's like, he popped my balloon, blah, blah, blah. Then the bouncer comes and her story escalates. She's like, he groped me. Oh my God. And that's how the balloon popped. And everyone went, What? So we didn't know that fact until later, and the guy got kicked out, so that was not cool. Um, so homegirl's sitting there, still hanging out, whatever, and then my friend Mike goes to get shots, and then he overhears this girl trying to say that we popped her balloon. And I was like, I swear to God, I will pop her if she wants to stop any shit here. I will pop her ass. She's just being annoying the rest of the night, and then, and then her five pops. And she is just sad but luckily she didn't throw a fit this time she gave the balloon to her friend and it was fine they were okay and then i'm just gonna say this i think the influx i think ever since we've been coming to moretti's like the the influx of gays that are there right now is insane i was like who are all of these lgbtq folk like there was a lesbian there were more gay men there were couples there were more dl couples i was like all right everyone needs to chill Everyone needs to chill. Bringing that energy. I it's am just pulsating through the. The Supreme is here. Come, <laughs> come to me. Come to mama. I know you're going to need to like get them to sponsor or something. You keep talking about them every week. Well, it's fu- well, giving them business. We, well, we've all, well, we, we've also kind of decided we're like, what if we just like threw a gay night at Moretti's? A takeover? Yeah. I'm like, what if we just fucking did it? We're thinking about that. And then after that, so all that hoopty hoo happens. And then we go to Mecca after because it's open till three, which. Oh, it's a dangerous, dangerous road to walk. So we get in there and there's everyone is looking at us today. Everyone is a little bit older and they were not having they were not having the homosexuals at all. But then these two women walk past Mike and Ryan and they were like pretty close. And they like did this weird like up and down with their fingers at them. And I was like, oh, no. And I just I don't know. I said something because one of them turned around and went. Ah, and I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> So everyone's like pretending to do their old people dance. And I just waltz on that dance floor and I just start fucking hoe dancing. Like they put on low. Oh, we got, I got. Oh shit. Low. I was like, you want to see a homosexual? Here it comes. Everyone back the fuck <laughs> up and shut up. You want to see a homosexual? I'm like, here it is. Here it is. You want to go? Let's go. Oh, oh my God. I, I forget the best part of the story. I'm going to post it on my Instagram later so you guys can see it happen. <laughs> but there was this. So, so Taki Taki came on and that's one of my like jams right now. And, like, Katie and I talk about, like, loving that song all the time. So I fucking, like, grab the table, go on the ground, and just scream. And I'm like, Katie! And she was like, she's like, she's like, what? And I'm like, oh, my God, never mind. So then this, I get a, I get a tap on the shoulder, and I'm already like, ah! So then I turn around, and it's this, like, beautiful little girl. And she was like, 
this looks like it's your jam. You need to come dance with us. And I was like, absolutely. <laughs> and so I follow her and she's like, you need to be in the middle. I was like, the middle. Here I go. Oh, my God. So so and it's and it's, the, it's the mix where they put um, Cardi and Selena first before they do the other dude. Mm-hmm. And so I just went ham. So this girl and I are literally on the fucking floor. I was like, I don't even feel anything anymore. I'm just like, let's just fucking go. So her and I are just like on the floor fucking like shaking our asses and like doing the most and that it was just she she like made my night she made my night so girl girl at the bar thank you 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 really you really understand my brand and my and my talents thank you thank you so much something i feel like something like this happens every week because you're always just like girl at the bar yes love you at the bar yes you're great you suck (laughs) fuck you that's literally what it is like like these like these girls just want to dance and i'm like well let's fucking dance like i don't give a shit i'm like, I'm like I would, and then i finally made i finally made friends with the dj i like went to take my phone up there and i guess it was a little too bright for him so he was like he was like oh he's like fyi like djs don't like when uh phones are so bright i was like okay but it's loud i want to make sure you were like okay enough like i don't know and like i just want to make sure you could see it he's like yeah it's just a, i was like oh is this dj etiquette 101 and he and he looked he like was taken aback and looked at me goes i like you i was like thanks can you just play the song okay i love that can you get you need to get some more of those every week come come with a new a new one every week so yeah so everyone apparently turn your screens down if you're trying to show the the dj song to play i i really want to ask him next week i'll be like is there a way to like you know like update the current playlist into something more like current and hip anyway should i i have a i have a phone do you want to plug it in when you said they played low i was like oh okay so Oh my God, low. Okay, so first of all, low, low played in both bars. So that's that's number one. And I'm just like, oh, it's but it's so good. Like the songs are so good because it's so fun. Because I just go fucking nuts, and everyone just loves taking Snapchats at me. So I'm like, whatever, I'm here. It's happening. So yeah, that was my weekend. (laughs) Should should we get into our weeks or whatever? Yeah, let's get into our weeks. We already got into our weeks. I see. I already had one one alcohol in me, and I'm like, bleh could be a good episode i'm excited get ready guys so yeah today's episode we're talking about settling and why do we settle and when i was originally uh okay honk when i was originally putting down some some notes for this i had started to section it off like not to settle in relationships not settling in your job and in life but as i was like putting things down they're all the same they all apply to the same things so just lump them all together because we settle for the same things in all aspects of our life, like we're looking for a job or, or sticking in a job the same as we're, we stick in relationships. Humans are creatures of habit. At the end of the day, we'd rather stick to something we're comfortable and familiar with than, than tr- to try and start something new. And I know that that's, that's been an issue for me in a lot of relationships, for sure. You get comfortable, you stick, you don't want to try and end it for this reason, that reason, whatever. We just get comfortable. Same thing with jobs. I've stayed in a job for far longer than I should have because trying to go find a job, apply for a job, interview, that's that's the thing that keeps me at a job the longest is I start to think about interviewing and applying for jobs. And I'm just like, oh my God, so exhausting. Settling also reminded me of the Second Chances episode like a lot. And I was like, I think it's because settling is like my number two thing that I don't do in life yeah. anymore and like i just because i don't have the time for it and i know i think i've just been learning lately that like i'm too old now to be settling or like worried about second chances and all that shit like i don't have the time for it i need to keep moving forward and like you said creatures of habit like it takes me back to 
the last episode when I read that quote where everything you want is on the other side of fear. Mm -hmm. And like, we are so afraid to fucking keep moving and like trying new things and doing new things because we're like, "Mm, this is safe. This is okay. Like there's no, there's no risk. There's no risk factor because we're afraid. Again, we're afraid to fail. Right. And that, and I just like, no. And like, it's, you shouldn't have that risk of failure. You should want to learn and learn from a failure and be like, okay, here's what we're going to do next time. Like job interviews and stuff. Like, obviously they're hard and like especially if, it's like, if you're in a competitive field it's fucking difficult sometimes yeah i don't know it's a very fake it till you make it type thing like i feel like if you take your shit in there and you're like well i did this and i'm great if you have a good positive attitude about it normally things will go over well but if you let that fear and anxiety get over you mm-hmm. being like i can't try something new i don't want to do this i don't want to be here then you're gonna fail like you're setting yourself up for failure again oh yeah 100 percent. this seems like a, a natural progression after the last episode because of everything you just said like fear of failure that's a huge reason why we we end up settling a lot of times we just feel like we're asking too much uh like it's easier to just to suck it up than to rock the boat so thinking about a job maybe a asking for a promotion or something like we, we know we're better. We know we deserve it, but it's just easier to continue to do what we're doing day to day than to rock the boat. And like, what if that opens this whole other can of worms? And this happened to me at a job. I knew I was doing amazing. I was doing a really great job. I was running the company. So we went in, sat like sat down to have a review and she had printed this stupid piece of paper where like I was rating myself and writing answers to these things. And she yeah. did the same thing and complete opposite answers. I was like, yes, <laughs> I'm amazing. I'm great. And she's like, no, you're not. You suck. You're doing horribly. And I was like, what, what the fuck? And it, what it all boiled down to was she, I went into it asking for a, a raise. It had been a year. That's normal. She came into it wanting to dock my pay by almost $10,000. Ew. Yeah. What it all boiled down to was she just, she hired me for a position that really there was no use for. It was such a small company. I was managing it basically. I mean, in design, I was the junior creative director. She's the owner and creative director. There was no reason for there to be a junior creative director when the company is five people. You just (laughs) have a creative director and then designers. And so that was that was one of those situations where I put in a two weeks because uh, she was like, this is you're either going to take the pay cut or not work here anymore. And I was like, OK, well, I guess this is my two weeks. So she told me to go home early and <laughs> then texted me later not to come back. And like she didn't even want me to finish my two weeks. She was trying mm-hmm. not to pay me for like the next <sighs> paycheck wouldn't let me come back to get my things. Um, Ew. I hated every second of working there, but it was one of those situations. I was like, this is, it's a job. I have a job. I should be thankful. Like I'm, I'm getting paid a decent amount. It's fine. Like I, <laughs> she's a bitch and she acts like a bitch. She was being sued by three clients at the time. Like those are all red flags. Yeah. She literally showed what my worth was to her by trying to like dock my salary $10,000. That was the moment where I was like, okay, she literally thinks I'm garbage. She doesn't give a shit about me. That's like literally the moment where like, I think a lot of people have problems like with like realizing there's a difference between compromising and settling. And so it's like, if you would have went into that meeting being like, okay, I want this raise. And she was like, okay, well then I need you to do this to get that raise. Like, you could maybe meet somewhere in the middle. Right. Like if it's something reasonable, you can meet somewhere in the middle. And like, I had that same kind of thing happen to me at my last Mm -hmm. job too. It was like, 
we were all voicing our concerns and like the higher the boss didn't like it so she calls us into the office like we were gonna do it like we're gonna take over the meeting and be like okay let's all have like a town hall meeting type thing Mm -hmm. she squashed that the day of and then she scheduled individual meetings with all of us so she really only wanted the individual meetings with like the three or four of us that she thought she had problems with. Mm -hmm. So I remember going into my meeting. They were only supposed to be 15 minutes. Mine was an hour and 15. Wow. Another girl's was an hour and a half. And another girl's was an hour and 40. So we all had these big ass long meetings where she wanted to sit there and berate us and yell at us. I remember her like slamming the table, like hitting the table forcefully and like getting closer to my face. And I I had to stop and be like, you seem to be getting really upset about something. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's really appropriate that you're getting in my face right now. Yeah. And then like our assistant boss was there and she's like, hey, you need to, you need to, she's like, she looked at her. She was like, you need to sit down. Like you need to calm down. And so I'm sitting there like whatever. And like this woman had like literally just, she didn't like that none of us would fall in line. Right. And that's what she really wanted. And she like literally labeled us the, the, the rebels. And I was like, oh, I'm a rebel now. Great. Thank you for name calling me. And she's just like, I've heard you've talked about me. I was like, not about you, about your practices. Right. I was like, I've heard that you've talked about me to people on a, on a trip that I was supposed to go on that you canceled on me and put someone else in there. That ain't my that ain't my problem. I'm like, I'm like, I never brought that up. And she's like, well, I'm like, don't well me. I was like, that's <laughs> enough. I was like, that's enough. And like, I think ever since that moment and like that, I told you the story on New Year's about how. Uh, the school tried to fuck me over. Mm-hmm. That's where I was like, I'm done settling. I am fucking done with it. And so that's why I'm very much like, 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 like that Game of Thrones uh, moment where Jadarius is like, I'm not, I'm not gonna spill, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be a spoken man. I'm gonna break the wheel. Yeah. Like, yes, bitch, break all the fucking wheels. So like, <laughs> so like, I go into jobs now, and I'm like, I know that I'm good at what I do. Yeah. And that's not even me being cocky. I'm just like, I know I'm good at this. I got, I had seven job offers before the last job that I. And I chose this one. And I'm like, if anyone wants to fuck with me, like, I guess I could just go somewhere else. Like, will the pay be the same? No, but I can negotiate it. And then, yeah. and then even an interview, I'll go in there and I'll highball my fucking salary, like ridiculous. And then they'll be like, well, how about this? And I'm like, yeah, how, how about that? Three extra dollars that I was making at the other place. Sounds great. <laughs> sounds great. I sounds love am- that. Sounds amazing. I love it. Thank <laughs> you so much. I'm going to, I'm going to settle. I'm going to settle for that. I love <laughs> there that you journey. go. I love, I love this journey for us. I'm going to settle for better. Yeah, exactly. So if you're going to settle, settle for better. Settle for not, better. Not, but, not, but not even that, though. I'm not going to lie. Because, like, if we're talking about, like, relationships and stuff, like, there are guys that I've been like, you know, <laughs> I could settle. Like, he's loud and abrasive. I could settle. Uh, he doesn't really do much with his life, but he's cute. I could settle. No, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. I know I joke about it, but don't fucking do it. <laughs> Especially, like, just don't fucking do it. Just, ugh. I'm, yeah. like, thinking about them in my head. I'm like, ugh, no. Have some, have some self-respect. As far as relationships, I I think it was after moving to Atlanta that I was finally like, all right, you got to stop letting yourself stay in these situations where you're not happy. And I mean, it's not like I was I was unhappy or things were wrong. Um, I mean, I've, I've had those relationships where I've talked about them. We've covered those. Don't want to recap. But I would just stay, you know, dating guys that there wasn't really anything there. But it's it's easy. It's easy just to to sit and and settle and be with someone that there, there's not really anything there. It's just easier to to stay in it than to to end it. A couple of the reasons like we don't want to be alone. That's the reason why a lot of people stay in a relationship. We don't want to be alone. We want someone that even though there's maybe not that chemistry that we've talked about or that that deep connection, someone that really excites you. 
you know that someone's there, that there's going to be someone that you have dinner with or you watch Netflix with later or whatever. And so it's just comfortable and we just become content. And that was one of the things after I moved to Atlanta, I don't know why, but I just, I decided I'm happier alone the majority of the time than staying with guys that's just to have someone there. And so, you know, there was a guy that I, I dated for a couple months after I moved to Atlanta and he asked me what I thought about being his boyfriend. And I just sat, I've told the story, I just kind of sat there in silence and he was like, okay, yep, that's an answer. I remember it running through my head. Like I, I like this guy. I enjoy hanging out with him, but there was, there was nothing there. He, he was attractive and he was funny sometimes, but really not nothing. Yeah. Like exactly. He was funny sometimes. You don't want to say that about somebody that you're, you're dating. I like someone funny. I like someone that's going to make me laugh and keep me laughing. No, I mean like the last, like I think I told you guys, like the last boyfriend I had, like it was hard. It was hard because it was long distance, but it was also hard because he wouldn't speak about anything. So like it was hard. And I think in that moment, I remember before we broke up, like in my head, I was sitting there saying, I'm going to break up with him. I was like, Mm. I don't want to. And like, we had so much, so much there, but I was like, I can't, I can't live off memories. Yeah. And I can't keep moving through that. And luckily he, well, unluckily he, 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 he shot the bullet first and I was like, Oh, Oh God. Well, I guess, I guess I get to be sad now. How oh, dare. I'm, I'm blindsided. <laughs> so I think like, I don't think I've ever said that part of the story, but he, um, he did it. And I was like, the guy, like I cried hard for a full 20 minutes, like just full 20 minutes. And then it just stopped. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be all right. And so then, like, I mean, I was sad for a bit, and, like, I would think about him and be like, hey, I miss you, but it it was never gonna, like, even if we got back together now, I don't think it would ever blossom into anything. So I was like, "Mm, no. And then the other guys I look at that I could, quote unquote, settle for, I'm like, Mm-hmm. No. With that guy, you were you you. I mean, you just said you were already planning on breaking up with him. So what what was emotional about it? Is it what we just said, like the not wanting to be alone and just the the idea of it being over, even though you well, knew no. like you wanted to I break mean, up with him? Technically, I was alone. Yeah, like that was the thing. So, like we were already we had miles apart. I don't know what it was. I think it was just like we did love each other so much. Like he was the one that said he could hear the, the our children in my laughter. Oh right. And I was like, oh, my God, that's some deep shit. And so that's intense. Well, yeah. And he'd be like, I feel like we've met in another life. He's like, we've been we've been together before. And I was like, oh, and then and then I'm like, oh, what happened in the end? Then did one, of us, did one of us get murdered? Did I murder you? I don't understand. Am I a murderer? I don't know. Was understand. this the this wasn't the witch guy? No, it was. It was. Yeah. OK. Some of those things all make sense then tying together the past life and whatnot. Yeah, they all they all go together. Yeah. I don't know why, but I don't know why I was not sadder than I was. I guess because like I knew it was going to end at the end, I guess. Like we were just in two different places at that point. Like I think we met at really good times in our lives and then stuff happened in both of our lives where one went in one direction, one went in the other, both whether positive or negative, And it was just, nope, nope. I mean, it's it's funny you you made the comment about like hearing the the children in your in your laugh. I know that's a, a big reason for a lot of my friends feeling pressured to try and just make something work with someone right now is babies. I'm I'm 30, and so like 
it's that age where all of my friends are doing the bullshit. We're getting older. Everyone's getting married, having babies, buying houses like they're doing these adult things and growing up. And I know that makes a lot of uh, people feel pressured to start settling down and making those families, especially in the South. That makes a lot of a lot of people start to feel pressured to to make something work with someone, even when they know it's not. I mean, I, I don't ever have the those family pressures to to get with someone. I mean, yes, sometimes I think about I, I don't want to be one of those sad uh, 50 year old gays in the club, like dancing and bounces from young guy to young guy. That's the only reason I feel pressured to ever settle down with somebody. I mean, I, I do also want that, but I've never felt like pressure to stay with someone because of the whole family aspect or getting older. For me, it's 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 ever been just not wanting to hurt a partner's feelings. I think that's that's usually why I end up staying with someone. Because trying to have the conversation and trying to go through the, the breakup is hard because I get I get attached to the person uh, emotionally. And I mean, I end up thinking of them as a friend and still caring about them and loving them. And so I don't want to hurt their feelings and I don't want them out of my life. But I mean, that's not fair to to either of you to stay with someone just because you don't want to hurt their feelings. All my breakups have just been something that's been like catastrophe, like straight up catastrophe. So... <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm like trying to relate like a, lo- a lot better, but mm. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, there's only been one that's been like kind of decent. But I, I mean, even after this, like even starting this podcast, like I told you there was that one guy that I like, I kind of see sometimes and like we hang out and we like talked about we're, like, what if we did? I was like, mm, I was like, I was like, I love you too much to do that to you again. And I would hope you respect me enough to not go down this road again. Mm-hmm. I was like, let's not, let's not go, let's not do that. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, like, would our, would my life, like, be so much better, like, financially, mentally, everything? Probably. But I also am like, but there's also going to be the same problems we had last time. Right. And it's, and I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not doing that again. And I'm like, second chances and settling, again, are not my not my strong suits so i'm just like mm, that that that's that's two that's two things off my list that already are like red flags so let's not <laughs> yeah, let's not go there again it's like mm-mm. well i mean and it's it's probably a good thing i mean you're you mentioned your life would be easier like monetarily it's a good thing you didn't go down that path and then like end it again because once you start getting tangled up uh with someone in your financials like your financial situation becomes reliant on the other person. That's a thing I see a lot in the the gay community and the queer community. People will get together and get in a relationship and, you know, get an apartment together they can't afford or they buy a house or a condo and they start building their life together, but they weren't necessarily compatible or they grow apart, but then they then have all of these things together. They they own things that they can't individually afford or maintain and so they end up staying together like i think i've said that i don't have many friends in the lgbtq community because you know i'm awful but i mean even like the straight couples i know like i mean from from like grade school i've seen a lot of people like get in relationships and then there's like babies and houses and stuff and they're like but then they like break up and it's like really messy and then like they're making dramatic facebook statuses about like he ain't shit but then she ain't shit so i don't know who who is the shit but somebody needs to get their shit together to like take care of these kids um before i call dcfs right but you know that's that's just a whole nother can of worms (laughs) but i mean i don't know I, I mean, I agree. I mean, I guess that happens. I remember somebody once told me they were like, they wanted to do like an in-depth study of like open relationships or like 
tropples in general. Mm-hmm. And they were like, what did he say? He was like, oh, there's always like, there's the two, there's the two main ones. One is usually a person of color. One is uh, the other boyfriend. And then one is the money, like the money, the money guy. Oh, yeah. And so but then they end up then the trouble gets broken up because usually the money one and like the younger and it's usually a younger person of color, like end up getting together. And I was like, what kind of science? First off, <laughs> I was like, I don't I'm like, where are these findings coming from? Like, right. What are you talking about? Where's the status? I like I know, but I'm just like letting him talk. And I'm like, mm, OK. Okay, cool. I'm like, oh, interesting. I would love for you to flesh that out and turn it into a like psychological paper. Uh, Alexis, great. <laughs> so good. Love that journey for him. And I was like, okay, cool. But like, I don't, I don't think that's true. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hope it's not true for like the betterment of humanity that you all are getting to like all shacking up together just to like ruin someone else's life. Like, um, please don't do that. But like, I also understand like you gotta do what you gotta do and like i have i do have a friend that's like currently in a situation like that like his ex decided like hey i'm not really into relationships and then they got like this house and whatnot and so then they're like he's like kind of stuck for a bit and i'm just like i'm sorry boo i'm like i wish i could (laughs) i wish i could help you yeah but i mean it happens and like that you kind of just get stuck in those moments and like and that's another thing is like i don't think i think that's the second thing for aside from compromise and settling is like being stuck and settling yeah like those are very two different things like i understand being stuck believe me i'm stuck all the time in various all my friends know my whole dark twisted past like i'm stuck i'm stuck in some parts of my life so i'm just like mm, sucks but you know we're gonna we're gonna but we're gonna go to the to the alcohol store with, with a man that wants to fuck you every week um is gonna give you a discount and uh be gross to you but you know you just you just barrel through you just keep going kids you just push on through at least you everything, get a discount, you, every, everything everything you want is on the other side of fear remember that there you go <laughs> just remember that all the time just keep that in your head but yeah i mean i get it like i get it like i'm not gonna shame anybody for like being stuck like and that's the thing i, I won't shame you if you're stuck if you're settling, I'm going to look at you and be like, you can do better. Just you, you need, yeah. you need to want, you need to want better is the thing. Like you need to want to want something better. I remember I, recently one of my, one of our friends, actually, I was talking, I was talking about something and she was like, you deserve somebody. She's like, I don't know you that well, but you deserve somebody that's going to be like, wow. When they look at you. And I was like, oh my God, that is so nice. She's like, she's like, you need to, she, I think she even said you need to stop settling. And I was like, oh my God, I do. All right. So I'm just like having a moment. But yeah, I'm not going to shame you if you're stuck, but don't settle. <laughs> yeah. Even outside of relationships, back to jobs a little bit. That's something that's always. Oh yeah. Don't do that either. Definitely do not do that. Cause I'm going to tell you right now, I'm who I'm feeling it, but <laughs> I'm also like, I need to, you need to know when to hit the eject button on that, especially with jobs. Like, like I said, my last job, like that little whole rebels thing, like we didn't last too much longer after that meeting. Cause I had fucking had it. And I was like, I am better than this. Like hit that eject button immediately. Or if someone's going to talk shit to you, like you need to know where you're going to be. Like if you can stand up to that person, like you need to know your worth at that place. And if they're not going to respect you and understand your talents and your time, you can easily print out that piece of paper, have an anxiety attack and go do it elsewhere. Like, yeah, it's time. Sorry, go on. That's something that's always <laughs> frustrated me, but also, I guess, made me sad with my mom because she she stayed at the same job for decades and mm. she hates it. She hates everything about it, hates every day, hates her job, hates the place, hates the people. She 
she wants to go somewhere else, but she feels like she can't because she doesn't have, she doesn't have a skill set. She doesn't have a degree. She doesn't have, you know, anything to really take her somewhere else. And, you know, we've had the conversations I've, you know, told her like she has a skill set. I don't think she really realizes she does because she's worked in so many different parts of the business that she's at. She's worked in all different departments and done different jobs. Mm -hmm. So she actually, she has a a pretty broad skill set. She's just, she doesn't see it the same way. And I mean, I know she feels stuck. She feels like she can't go anywhere else, but that's just a fear, a failure. I mean, back to last episode, she's afraid to quit and not find another job. And I get that. That's horrifying. That's terrifying. You don't want to be without a job, but she doesn't even let herself really look or, or try and and put herself out there to, to stop settling and, and find somewhere else where she, she could start climbing and actually be a little bit happier. My mom's the same way. Like she complains about work all the time. I'm like, mom, go do something else. She's like, I'm too old. (laughs) And I was like, mom, that's not a real, a realistic thing you can say. (laughs) That's not a good reason. You're too old. Like get out of here. I was like, first of all, if I'm, if you're, if I'm anything of your blood, I know that you have the fire tenacity that I do. So Mm -hmm. like, don't even joke. So I'm like, I'm like, you just need to go out there. And she's like, I can't. And then she's like, I should have did this. I I'm like, well, then do then do it now. Like, yeah. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. And that's the thing is like, I went to a school that was um, it was a commu- it was a it was a commuter school. So we had all walks of life from literally every age from 18 to like 65. There right. were so many people there. And I was like, if you want, like, that's why I'm a firm believer. If you want something, go fucking get it. Like people that graduated with me, 30s, 40s. I'm like, here we all are. Everyone came back because they, again, everything you want is on the other side of fear. <laughs> so just fucking do it. <laughs> just fucking like, I don't like, I don't know how to drive that point any further. Yeah. Everyone's like, I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm like, no, you can. Yeah. You can. And I will literally sit there behind you, championing, championing you every single way, every single part of the way. I will be there for you. I was like, whatever you need, if I can help you, I will help you. You want me to share something? You want to interview me? You want to talk? You want to help with assignments? You want this? Let's fucking go. Let's do it. You need me to hold your hand to go somewhere? Fuck, I'll go to the interview with you. I don't care. I'll sit in the car. I'll be like a puppy. Give me a snack. I'm good to go. Crack, crack the window a little bit. Let's go. <laughs> like, don't like, don't be afraid. Like, I don't be afraid. And I don't know if it's just like this past year of like, and like even thinking about like last night, like those fucking people looking at us. I was like, fuck you, dude. I was like, watch this. I'm going to go fucking dance on this dance floor and shut all your mouths up. Mm-hmm. Now what? Because you're going to go out there, do fucking amazing. And you're going to do great things. Fucking do it. And if somebody says something, hey, at least at least you had the balls enough to fucking try. Okay. Yeah. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> Just get up there. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Get out there and do it. Don't be Just a go bitch. Fucking do it. Well, I like literally like everyone's like, oh, like what should I do for streaming? Or like what should I do? I'm like do it. Just do it. Just do yeah. It. There's you just no, gotta there's start. No, there's literally no. There's nothing else I can tell you besides do it. And that's the end of the episode. I mean, it is though. <laughs> that's I mean that that hey. really is <laughs> the only takeaway is just fucking do it. <laughs> And shut the fuck up. That's <laughs> on that note, shut the fuck up. What a great way to end. Me tell everybody to shut the fuck up. But yeah, I mean, that's unless you've got anything else you want to throw in there. I think that's our episode. Go go do something different. Date someone new. Go do a spin class, but don't do a spin class. That hurts. Ouch. My that, already yeah, like, I don't I don't like spin. Don't do spin. Uh, go go do a dance class because I am the dancing queen herself. There you go. So go fun. go dance. Go do go do something fun. Go do rhythmic. Go do rhythmic gymnastics. rhythmic things. Scream so gymnastics. Scream. <laughs> oh my god. Go for a drink. Go for a dance. I do it every single weekend. It's becoming a problem. 
But go try new things. All right, well. Yeah, you could uh, email us things at hello at perfectlyincapable.com. Yeah, thanks guys for listening to another episode and email us. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Facebook at Perfectly Incapable Podcast. At Perfect Podcast on Twitter. And Don't Twitter. That one. Mm-hmm. Subscribe, rate, review, all those things wherever you're listening. We love it. Yeah. Appreciate it. And that's it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.